Hello everyone, welcome back to the Odd Episodes Podcast. I am your host, Reepy, and today I am doing a remastered version of my best movies of 2018, or at least ranking movies of 2018. So, if you guys follow my podcast, you'll know that I have a lot of guests on mine. If you've been following for a while, you remember Austin, he was one of our first guests, he was around for quite a while. But after he left, we brought in Farsi, who was in our random rambling episode. And if you check out his podcast, the No Show podcast, uh, in both of his episodes that he has at the moment that I'm in, uh, he did a Best Movies of 2018, and I was with him. But at the time, I had only seen, like I said in the episode, uh, I'd only seen about like around 30% of the real like good movies that had come out. So I went online, and uh, even though I'm about three months late, I've compiled a list of very popular 2018 movies, at least the ones that I've seen, because I can't just read a review and already have a biased opinion, but um, I've compiled a list of the ones that I've seen, and I'm going to be telling you and rating them, telling you, placing them into, uh, how many, four categories, or oh, five in a way, so we're going to have the uh, unhonorable mentions, which are movies that were blatantly horrible luckily i only have two on that category and that they didn't need to be made second category is honorable mention good but not amazing decent we have five movies on there then we have close to perfect which is like really good we have how many uh nine wow nine 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 selections on there and then we have our top three which are the top three best movies of 2018 in my opinion again i can't stress that enough in my opinion that I think really hit the ball out of the park. So let's go ahead and get started. Alright, so really quick before we get started, there's a couple things I want to point out. Uh, number one, obviously, uh, from the sponsor that you heard at the beginning of this episode, this episode is sponsored by Any Day Rosé, just as every other episode I've made before, because I haven't had the time to record another sponsor ad, but yeah, um, go check them out and get your discount. So, uh, I want to, like, uh, kind of promote a couple things that I've done in the span of the last episode to now. So, first thing I want to do is I have a new podcast up and running uh i don't have any episodes up yet but we're working really hard on that first episode because um the episodes on this one are going to be pretty long like about a random rambling episode length so yeah i want to go ahead and shout that out it's called the hometown podcast it's with me and farsi from uh the no show podcast we'll be working on that and uh, another friend tommy who will also be joining us uh we go really deep into like i don't want to say dark but into very mind-boggling questions and topics like the meaning of life and leaving behind legacies and evolution and stuff like that so we have odd episodes podcast and no show which are about movies films and literature and now we have the uh the hometown podcast which is about deep stuff so uh go ahead and give us a follow on uh anchor we'll be up and on other platforms as soon as possible but um yeah go ahead and follow so you'll know when we upload that first episode so you guys can check it out also, I have an album out, a music album I've been working on for about a year and a half now. It, I released it uh, February 27th. It's called I Danny, and it is under the name of Reepy. Obviously, Reepy is what I go by 
whether it's the podcast or music i just go by that so you can find the full album only on soundcloud um it's an ap with seven songs and one uh outro but it i've compiled my top four favorite from the album one uh, tracks one through four which are available on youtube um apple music uh google play music and it's coming soon to spotify but yeah um you go ahead and check me out and let me know what you guys think and if you're excited for my next project that i'm working on and um if you guys want frequent updates follow me on instagram at repay music official i'm um you can follow me there for uh updates and stuff and if you follow me um within the next month i'll follow you guys back so yeah make sure you check that out uh so let's go ahead and get started with the movies Alright, so we're going to start off with the unhonorable mentions. Thank God we only have two nominees on this, and this is not something you want to be nominated for. These are our movies of 2018 that were uncalled for and just overall stupid. So, our first one is a movie that I really had high expectations for, one that I was really excited for. It had a very... A very uh, an actor that I really grew up with. I I had really high expectations for this, and it just ended up being a huge letdown. And it was quote unquote the biggest summer movie of 2018. You all probably know who I'm talking about. Rain Wilson, The Meg. Now The Meg wasn't a horrible movie, but it had so much room for improvement. Whether it was the storyline and The Meg coming back to life. The science was somewhat there, like the layer of clouds um, in the ocean that led to the home. It didn't seem too far-fetched, like, it wasn't like the sharks came from space or anything, something like Sharknado-like, but it was down-to-earth, but the acting was poor, the CGI, CGI was decent, but, you know, it wasn't everything it could have been, and the hype, they say if you're gonna hype something up, let it be worth the hype. And if it's not, don't hype it up at all. It's better for something not to be hyped and end up really good than to be overhyped and then be, uh, like, looked past. So, that's why I think the Meg was so mm, iffy, so mediocre. Because the hype it got was insane. Everyone was excited. It was like 47 meters down. It was, one quote-unquote, the biggest summer event of the year. So, we were all pumped. And when we went down, it was just a huge letdown. And if they make a prequel, which I've been hearing rumors around saying that they're making a Meg 2 or something like that, take that into consideration where try and improve it with the second one. Don't hype it up as much. You might think it's like a masterpiece, but the ratings are really saying otherwise. So just really take that into consideration if you ever plan on redoing that. Um, And then that takes us to our second unhonorable mention. And this movie was better than the first one. Okay, with that, it was a really big improvement from the first one. But, uncalled for, ladies and gentlemen, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. No one wanted a Meg, a, I'm sorry, Jurassic Park remake. No one wanted it to be continued, and no one wanted a sequel for it. And I could say the same about Star Wars. I said this in the, for, in the No Show episode too. We don't need these kind of movies. Yes. The good thing about uh, continuing is you have a built-in audience. You already have nostalgic purposes. You already have people that are going to be excited, people that grew up with this stuff. 
I didn't, I personally did not grow up with either of these, but I love them, and yeah, everyone's gonna be excited when you announce that, hey, we're bringing this back, of course everyone's gonna be excited, we grew up with this, we know and love it, but no matter how hard you try, no matter how bad the graphics of the original were, uh, the original were and how amazing this one is, it's not about being good necessarily it is but not in the matter when you take into consideration the originality and the emotions that people have already connected with the original one people can already tie memories to it but that's not something you can do necessarily with a remake it takes away a lot of the nostalgia it takes away a lot of the original feeling and at the end of the day you just end up feeling somewhat shitty I have no shame in saying that no one wanted Jurassic World, and while it was a step up from the first Jurassic World, it is still Jurassic World, and for that, I don't respect this movie. Now we're moving on to our honorable mentions, which are good, but not amazing. They're decent movies, but they don't really deserve to be praised or anywhere near the top of the list for the best uh, cinema movie of 2018. So we have five nominees on this list, starting off the list with Aquaman. So we mention this in our random rambling. We mention it all the time. DC hasn't been on its greatest role recently. If you compare it to its earlier days with the Dark Knight and Batman Begins, that was its peak. That was, like, Dark Knight is considered one of the greatest film films of all time because of the, like, just because of everything about the movie was so, it had never been done before, the kind of acting. And DC ever since, whether it was Suicide Squad or Batman v Superman, a movie that I was so pumped for and ended up being horribly let down. If anything, the trailers are better than the actual movie. This... We had a lot of hope for Aquaman. We really hoped it would save DC and bring it back the glory that it once had. And while I prefer Marvel... Because they give their character flaws, and it's just not like, oh, this person is perfect and saves people. Um, while I respect Marvel more for giving their character flaws, because character flaws are important. Nothing is more important than that. DC is not a bad, not a bad uh, company. They have made good movies. They have made good content, and it's just that they're losing it. They're trying to adapt too much and. Sometimes it's not good, like what I said with the uh, Jurassic Park, Jurassic World. Sometimes things are just better off left how they were. You don't always have to try and beat the original. Because sometimes the original is as good as it gets, and there's no getting past that. And for that, although Aquaman was a decent movie, and I don't necessarily think it saved DC, but it got it the money that it milked from the movie. So, for that, there it is. Good, not amazing. Second one, Incredibles 2. This was a hilarious movie. Family movie. Uh, really brings back... It, it, I can't believe it had been like 10 years since the original one had come out. Uh, it was a funny movie. I loved it. I, I cried of laughter with the Jack-Jack versus Raccoon scene. Uh, it's a fun movie for the family. Not too much wrong with it. The character, I have to say, the um, screen slaver is a bit of a creepy... Like, 
even at my age, that thing is still a little bit, that character is still a little bit unsettling for me. But it was a funny movie, it had a great plot twist, just as every movie should have. And it really, I like how they put time in between the original and the new one, and how the story fits in. It was just, it was a good movie. Not too much to nag about. Uh, next, Deadpool 2. Wow, uh, Deadpool has always been one of my favorite uh, Marvel characters. Just hit the fact, like, I love the idea of an anti-hero, and especially the fact that he's, like, such a funny guy. They don't really bring darkness into the Deadpool, I like, ideal film. Like, uh, yeah, there's, like, a lot of graphicness and stuff, but overall, it's still, like, it's still meant to be a light, like, I wouldn't say family movie, because in no way it's a family movie, but it's a nice, funny movie that you can enjoy your time with. Deadpool 2 really changed that. Uh, spoiler alert, uh, when Vanessa died, that was a really awakening scene, like, holy, like, shit, that was a lot to take in, that a movie so light-hearted could have really gone changed like that and while it wasn't a necessarily bad move a lot of people actually saw it coming it was not like Deadpool and and I don't know it just felt different it was a good movie it was really funny it still kept the uh, comedic factor but it just after that it really took away a lot from this uh comedy factor and just brought in a lot into the seriousness of the movie and I don't know, I never imagined Deadpool like that, and for that, good movie, but wow, really changing. Next on our list for uh, honorable mentions is Halloween 2018. Now, like I said in the other uh, episode, Halloween is a direct sequel from the first ever Halloween all the ones in between don't matter in this universe because this is a direct sequel from the second, from the first one. Um, I'm not a big fan. Actually, I love horror movies, but I don't love them. It's kind of like we have a weird hate-love relationship. It was a good movie. I really enjoyed it. It obviously has the scare factor that we needed. Very graphic. I'll give it that. Um, and uh, it had a lot of detail with the um, with showing Michael's face and everything and just the amount of detail that they put from linking the first one and this one so perfectly almost seamlessly it really it was really effective and i think it was a good movie uh nowhere near amazing but it was a really good movie and it really lived up to the hype and then that brings us to our last one for honorable mentions which is isle of dogs now this movie i wasn't excited for i don't know why claymation is something i was grew up with but i guess it's just something i grew out of at a certain point but um I watched this at home a couple months after it came out. I didn't feel like paying money for it, so I just waited for it to come out on the phone. I have to say I was surprised. It wasn't a bad movie. It had a the um, detail, and it was amazing. The story was really uh, complicated, but at the same time, really simple. It had a nice plot twist and a very clear ending, very clear middle, beginning, and end, very, like, detailed characters. It had everything a good movie needs, but, uh, you know, it, it, was a, it was a good movie, and... Uh, it didn't have much hype, but I liked it. It wasn't a bad movie. Mm-hmm. 
Now that brings us to our longest list on this, which I believe is around, yep, nine films long. These are our honorable, honorable, honorable mentions, which are close to perfect, amazing movies that deserve all the hype they got. Uh, number one, Solo, a Star Wars movie. Like I said, it's Jurassic World. No one asked for a sequel to any of the movies. No one wanted this. Force Awakens, shitty as hell. Like, yeah, it brought back the nostalgia and everything, but no one wanted it. The First Order sucks. Kylo Ren, poorly cast. Captain Phasma, a waste of a character. A horrible waste of a character. It just could have been so much better. And the characters were so weak. And it was just the dumbest film ever. Especially with the second one. What is it called? Um, The Last Jedi. Ugh. So much wrong with that one. I, I can't even start to explain it. Rogue One, I didn't like it. A lot of people liked it, but they had prequel effect. We knew the characters were going to die. There is no trace of them anywhere in any of the Star Wars movies, no matter where you look. Yeah, there's hints of them, but you can't see them. So, it's obvious. You can tell at the beginning of the movie, these people aren't going to survive all the way through. So, that final scene on the on the planet when they're... Uh, or I forgot her name, Jin or something, John, I don't care, she's out on the beach and they have their final kiss, I didn't feel any emotion because I knew since the very beginning she's gonna die, so Rogue One had no effect, Solo was a whole different story, like this movie I was excited for because I liked the character that was playing Solo, he, Han, he was a very good character, uh, I always wanted to know more about Solo's backstory because he was a very mysterious person in the movies. And then, um, Chewbacca, obviously, Lando, I, I don't know if you know this about me, but I love Childish Gambino, and I've listened to all of his work, and I'm obsessed with him, and I was so pumped when I found out he'd be playing Lando, so I watched it, Lando was a cool character, I like that he still kept kind of the pictorial kind of feeling in Solo all the way throughout the, um, through episode 5, uh, it really did work, and I liked it, um, it was a really good movie. The story was amazing. The amount of plot twists in the very ending. Um, spoiler alert. Uh, I'll give you a couple seconds to click away or skip if you want. When we found out after that very end when Darth Maul is actually still alive from The Phantom Menace. That was one of the most heart-wrenching moments of all of Star Wars. The question is, is he still out there? And is he going to be a part of the next Star Wars movie? Um, and that was just a brilliant idea, and it was just so, so amazing, but yeah, Solo was a really great movie, uh, brings us to our next one, Creed 2, Creed 2 was amazing, I saw it, uh, I, uh, very late, like a couple months after it came out, it was an amazing movie, the character, I love Michael B. Jordan and all of his work, Black Panther, all of that stuff, he was a great, great he did a great job with this, Rocky, his uh, his girlfriend or wife, I guess, and the final fight with Drago was amazing. And there's not much to nitpick about this movie. That brings us to Searching. I mentioned this in my last one. I think I even put in like my top three or something. I moved it down after after seeing a couple more. But it's still a great movie. So many plot twists. It has that great mysterious feeling to it. It's a great family movie. Look, it has that scary factor but not too much where you can't like you get nightmares but it's just a really good movie next you have ready player one which is 
by far one of my favorite movies of 2018 because I still own the novel. It's actually right over there, but you guys can't see that. But um, I read the novel three years before the movie came out, Ernest Klein's Ready Player One. And when I found out they were making a movie, I I lost my shit. I was so pumped for it. Uh, Steven Spielberg, of course you knew this movie was going to be amazing when you have that kind of name on it. But um, it was a it was a great movie. The only problem with it is that, and I think I was the only person that had this problem because a lot of people that I know love the movie. The only problem with it was that it was very different than the book, and I don't know what I was expecting. It was very different than the book. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. I was just, and this happens with everything. You're gonna, they're gonna leave out a lot of things from the book. They're gonna switch a lot. So I'm not sure what I was leading myself up to, but I mean, like. Uh, I still prefer the book. It was a great movie, but I still prefer the book. And I even hear rumors that there is a uh, Ready Player 2 coming out. Uh, there's a lot of rumors. Ernest saying that he's working on a second one for the book and not the movie. And I am just really excited what they do with that. Um, next, we have Ant-Man and the Wasp. That was a really good movie. I love... It was super funny with him being on House Arrest and the Tiny Lab. And who was uh, the ghost? I she, she was dope. Like, her costume looked awesome. Her powers were cool. And um, uh, it was a great movie. I loved how the end, how it tied in with Infinity War and the Quantum Realm. And how he found his, uh, his mom. Or no, he found uh, Hope's mom. It was a really, really good movie. And I, I'm glad they had Hope to find her. <laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, but in all seriousness, it was a really good movie and tied in really well with um, with uh, Infinity War, and I loved the end scene with um, with the ant playing the drums. It was so funny. But yeah, it was a really good movie. Next, Venom. Venom was without a doubt amazing. A lot of people did not like it. It's a very biased film. A lot of people don't like it. A lot of people do. Sony really hasn't surprised me recently with all the Spider-Man stuff, whether it's the Amazing Spider-Man or, I don't know, they just haven't really excited me with this, but Venom was a whole different story, the CGI was amazing, it get it kept that little bit of Marvel uh, feeling where the where it's kind of dark, but at the same time really funny, and it blends it perfectly together, which is like my biggest problem with DC is that they're not, they haven't found out yet how to be able to do that. And that really is what made Venom so good. The ending, which was super funny and sad at the same time, and the very, uh, spoiler alert, the really amazing and plot twist with uh, Carnage. And I'm really excited to see Carnage in film. Even though a lot of people said he would never show up, he did, and I am so pumped to see what happens with Carnage. And that brings us into our last three. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I saw this so late, and I was not excited for it. It looked like a kiddie movie. It was an animated Spider-Man movie. I'm like, okay, here we go. And I ended up seeing it, and everyone said it was amazing. And not just because of the soundtrack, but it was an amazing movie. I saw it. The plot twist was amazing. I love the animation style, how they mix animated and comic at the same time. It was just an amazing movie with a really, really unique plot that i never seen before. I love all the different Spider-Mans they brought into it, or Spider-Girls, or Spider-Pigs, you name it. It was an amazing family movie with really good plot twists and a really, really clear ending. And I loved it. I, I have to say, it is my favorite Spider-Man movie. It beats Spider-Man Homecoming for me. I can't believe I'm saying that, but it does. Spider-Man Homecoming, one of the greatest 2017 movies, but I loved it. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse much more.
number two, or last second, the last one is Avengers Infinity War. Of course, I have to put this on here. Avengers Infinity was one of the biggest movies of 2018 with that horrible ending, or amazing and horrible ending, and the fact that uh, Infinity War, or, or I'm sorry, Endgame is only a couple weeks away. Everyone is so pumped to see what they're gonna do with it. We're all so excited, and Infinity War was an amazing movie. I don't know how they managed to fit so many superheroes in one film and still make it an amazing movie. But Infinity War really lived up to its hype, and I'm so pumped to see what Endgame has in store for us. And our final one on this close to perfect list is Black Panther. Black Panther was one of the most powerful movies of 2018. Him being the first African American Avenger, or well, actually, not necessarily, but him being the first African American Avenger to have his own standalone film. Uh, Falcon never had his own. War Machine never had his own. Um, who else? I think that's it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. But yeah, it was a really powerful movie. I loved Wakanda, and um, it was a it was an amazing movie. The soundtrack is one of my favorites of all time. Uh, with Kendrick Lamar and The Weeknd and just all of that. It was a really great movie, and I loved it, and I wish I could put it on my top three, but these next three are the greatest movies of 2018. So let's get right into that. And now that brings us into our last category, ladies and gentlemen. Get ready for the top three best films of 2018, in my opinion. Now, I've ranked these from horror to, uh, to what, what, I don't know which one this categorizes as drama and comedy to, uh, live action. It was just an amazing, these three are amazing. So, number three on my list for the best movie on 2018 is Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't think I've met someone who has watched this movie and hasn't been obsessed with it. It was an amazing movie. It was one of the first ones I've seen that takes the life of a dead music or a past musician or band and really revives it and tells the story in no way possible. And, excuse me, uh, the ones that do, they do something where they try and glorify these people as perfect uh bands who have who only do who do nothing but make amazing stuff and that's not true like no matter how good anybody is or anything is it always has its flaws and this movie really goes deep into the flaws whether it's the struggle with uh freddy and his dad trying to bond or the amount of uh arguments that the band get into what even when freddy tries to go solo uh, it really goes deep into the problems that they went into, and that just adds, like I said about Marvel, character flaws are really, you might think that it makes the character a worse person, but if anything, it gives the audience more sympathy and empathy towards the character for that final moment, especially, spoiler alert, at the very end, when Freddy and his dad finally make up before the, uh, before the, what is it, Live Aid concert? Uh, it was a really really powerful moment and it was really tear-jerking i cried during that scene and it was a really powerful movie and i'm really pumped for the new um uh elton john movie um rocket man that looks like a really good movie so i'm excited to see what they do with that one and yeah bohemian rhapsody was an amazing amazing movie number two on our top three list for best moves 2018 quiet place i don't know where to start a quiet place has been my 
favorite movie because not only does it take a lot of skill in order to be able to make a movie with very to no very little to no dialogue at all is something that most people could only dream of and the fact that they were able to accomplish it and make it one of the greatest rated movies of 2018 this thing has over a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes I think it has like a 96 or something that's amazing and I adore John Krasinski's work The Office and all of his and uh Jack Ryan I love all of his work and I think he's a super talented man and the fact that he created this movie with his wife Emily Blunt and the fact that he made it not as a horror movie but as a love movie to show what he'd go through to his kids to from the really powerful introduction with the death of their youngest child to spoiler alert the very end with the death of John sacrificing his life for his children to the very very end where the mother and the daughter both work together to try to defeat the monsters when they find out their weakness with the hearing aid and the rifle while the brother is there protecting the newborn child. It is an amazing and super badass ending, and I am so excited for A Quiet Place. I don't know if you heard, but John Krasinski posted on Instagram that there would be, that it's confirmed that a part two is coming to um, A Quiet Place, and I'm so excited. I don't know if he's going to come back or if it's going to be a continuation of the uh, of their story from the first one, or if it's going to be new characters, I'm just so pumped, because I know that it will be great, and it, A Quiet Place is just an amazing movie, and that brings us to our number one spot for the greatest movie of 2018, in my opinion, that I have ever seen, it was an Oscar nominee, and I think it is an Oscar win or a Golden Globe winning film. It is the most, in my opinion, the most powerful uh, movie of 2018. And yes, this is no other than The Green Book. I saw this movie super late in the year, uh, a lot a while after it came out, and it, it was moving. At the beginning, it just looked like a boring movie. Oh, this is another like classic movie about like a friendship. But it ended up being so much more than it ended up not only going into music, but into slavery, into uh, homophobia. It went into so many different de- uh, different topics, and it was amazing with them starting off as enemies. And not necessarily enemies, but, you know, they didn't get along as well. To him helping him write letters home to his wife until the very end. Him helping, or him helping him out of the shower when he gets involved with another man and the police get involved and being beat up when going out alone at night at the shop and it was just a really powerful film and it was amazing and I don't think anything can stack up to it the message that it came across and the comedy and the tears that it brought to our faces and the shocks and the laughs that we had I don't think any 2018 movie can match it because it wasn't an action movie it was something real it was based off true events and I think that just adds to the emotion that this movie brought us. And for that, this definitely has earned its spot on number one for the greatest movies of 2018. Ladies and gentlemen, that concludes our listing for the top, for the best or ranking the movies of 2018. Again, this is a uh, updated one from the one that I did on uh, uh, No Show. There aren't that many uh, things added, but I added a couple movies since the last time I made this list. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, 
Again, uh, like I said at the beginning, I have a new album out, so make sure to check that out. Make sure to check out our new hometown podcast. Follow me on Instagram at repeatmusicofficial. And uh, go listen to other episodes of our of the Art Episodes podcast, No Show podcast, if you haven't already. And uh, see you guys in the next uh, episode of the podcast. Uh, again, thank you guys so much for watching. If you made it to this point, congratulations. You have successfully wasted a lot of your time. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for watching, and I'll see you next time. Repeat out.